You're listening to Summer School, Elevate Church's summer teaching series. If you'd like more information about Elevate Church, you can check us out online at www.elevatechurch.ms. Pastor Tommy, I'm one of the pastors here at Elevate, and it's an honor and a privilege to be here, up here before you. So um, I just want to thank Pastor Robert and his wife for trusting in me as they um, enjoy their vacation. So um, before we begin, let's go before our Lord and Savior. Lord, we just thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you for this opportunity to be before you, Lord God. I ask you to just help me, Lord God, to reach your people, Lord God, that I may decrease, Lord God, and you increase in my life, Lord God. That someone here today may hear your word, Lord God, and apply it to their lives, Lord God, that it may use, help them to be used in their lives, Lord God, to go out and do your will, Lord God. I thank you for your word. I thank you for you, and I thank you for this church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today we're going to be talking about the art and the attitude of receiving God's instruction. Key words in the title, the art and the attitude of receiving God's instruction. And see, God has instructions for us. He has things that set aside for us to do, things that set aside for us to apply in our lives. And it's very important. We all have to take heed to instructions. Even, even being a grown person, students have to take instructions from teachers. I have to take instructions from my boss at work. We all have to take instructions. I have to take instructions from Pastor Robert. But we're talking about the instructions of what God has for us, the things that he tells us to do that we need to apply in our everyday lives. Amen? Amen. In Psalms 143 and 10, I'm reading from the NIV version. It says, teach me to do your will. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on the level ground. That key word, I love key words. It says, teach, teach me to do your will. So someone is asking, teach me to do your will. Someone is seeking God's face. Someone is seeking after God. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. That means I trust you. I trust you to be able to show me the way, to show me what I need to do. I trust you with all my heart that you will direct my path, that you will order my steps. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on the ground. The art and the attitude of receiving God's instruction. Psalms 25 and 4 says, show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. So there's some communication going on. Show me your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. So you have to ask God, show me, teach me, lead me. But you have to first believe that God is going to show you the way, that he's going to lead you down that path that he wants you to go. So these are scriptures that will help you in your everyday life. When you wake up and you say, God, what, what do you desire for me to do? What do you want me to do? Now you have something that you can go directly to him to speak to him. It says, show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. And when you ask, you got to stand and wait to receive. You got to stand there believing what you're asking for, that God is going to bring it to you in his time. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. What is your paths? He's going to show you that road that he wants you to go down. My path may be different from your path, but show me. Teach me your path. 
See, God is going to give us that road that he want to take us down, that journey that he want to send us on. And as we talked about 39180 when we went out into the community, show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your path. Think about that. We all went down a different path, but we reached one common goal, was to go out into the community to show God's love, to show that we care about people, to show that God is awesome. We took instructions and went out, went different ways, but we went out to reach and teach the people of God through God's love. Amen? Amen. The art and attitude of receiving God's word. Psalms 119 and 12 says, Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. And we studied talking about different things. It said, Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. So that's another opportunity. That's another scripture that you can add to your, to your, to your bank, that you can deposit right back to God to show, for him to show you, for him to teach you, for him to be able to elevate you to where he, he want to take you to. See, his word is meant for you to use and talk back to him. Amen? That's what we have to do. Apply it and put it back to him and show him that you know him. That's your way of showing him that you know him. When you speak directly back to him, praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. Psalms 119.66 says, teach me knowledge and good judgment, for I trust your commands. Key word again, trust. For I trust. Who is I? I is me and you. I trust your commands, meaning that your instructions that you give me, I trust that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. You have to believe. You have to trust. You can't do one without the other. God say, I will direct your path. I will show you the way. I will lead you to where you need to go to. But first, you have to trust me. Amen? You have to trust that I can do all things. You have to trust my commands. You have to trust what I'm about to tell you in your word. Teach me knowledge. And good judgment, for I trust your commands. Amen? See, God has his way of teaching us, but he teaches us through his word. See, these are scriptures. These are nothing that I'm making up. This directly from the word. Deuteronomy 4 and 10 says, Remember the day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, when he said to me, Assemble. Assemble? Like we are assembled? Assemble the people before me to hear my words so that they may learn to revere me as long as they live in the land and may teach them to do and teach them to their children. See, God's word is always on time. God's word is always ready to show us something so that it can help us what we're trying to get accomplished. It says, remember the day you stood before the Lord God, your God at horror when he said to me, assemble the people before me to hear my words. Assemble the people. Another key word. See, we could take a key word in every scripture and hold on to it, the teaching point, the instruction of it. It says, assemble the people before me to hear my words so that they may learn to revere me as long as as they live in the land, as long as they live in the land. So as long as you and I are living here on earth, we are to be ready and equipped for the kingdom so that we can receive what God is talking about. As long as we live in the land and may teach them to their children. 
See, as parents, we are the teachers. We are the instructors. We are the, 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 the hope for our children. We are the ones that, that give the example for our children. We are the ones that set apart so that they can see what instructions, what to follow. See, instructions is simple. If you, have a, if you have a certain way of doing something, the instructions of your life would be taught to them in a way whether it's negative or positive because kids feed off of what you have to do. Kids feed off of what they see. Kids feed off of how we act. Kids feed off of how we apply our lives and the things in our lives. But God says, come to me and I'll show you the way. If we will follow God, then the instructions to our children will be on point. Can I say amen? amen. The art and attitude of receiving God's instructions. The art and attitude. Let's break down that, the art. The creative way of learning. The attitude. How is your attitude when it comes to the things of God, when you hear the word of God? Your art and the attitude is a way that, we, that God looks at us and say, is it pure? Is it genuine? Or are you doing it because someone's telling you to do it? See, the art and attitude of receiving God's instruction. See, when we receive God's instruction, as we are happy and motivated to do his will, then the instructions come easy. It says, and the Lord directed me that the time to teach you the decrees and the laws, you are to follow it in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. That's in Deuteronomy 4 and 14. See, the Lord is is steadily teaching and showing us the way. <coughs> Excuse me. Deuteronomy 5 and 31 says, But you stay here with me so that I may give you all the commands. But you stay here with me so that I may give you all the commands. And see, sometimes the instructions that God has to give us, he wants us to be still so we can receive it. It says, But you stay here with me, meaning that you stay right here by my side, so that you can receive all the instructions that you need without leaving where you may miss something. Amen? It says, stay we're here with me so that you may give you all the commands, decrees and laws you are to teach them to follow in the land that I'm giving them to possess. So God was trying to give him all the commands. Give him everything he needs so that when it was time to go, he'll have everything that he needs. How many times that, and I, I'm guilty of this, how many times have when we receive instructions that we try to complete the sentence before it even finish instead of just listening all the way out? Think about it. How many times someone start off something and you want to finish it because we think we know, but God says sit patient and wait till he complete the sentence and get all the instructions. See, instructions come with being humble. Instructions come with sitting and waiting on God to speak. Instructions come with being patient and letting God do what he wants you to do. Amen? Because when we try to finish something that he started, we're going to be in trouble because we're going to always find ourselves going back to the same point where we got to be humble and listen to God's word. Amen? But all we have to do is just sit and wait on the instructions. That's part of the attitude. That's part of the art. That's part of allowing God to be God so that you can be taught and learn what God called you to do. Amen? Exodus 24 and 12 says, The Lord said to Moses, and we all know this, The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on a mountain and stay here. He sent him off, went up on a mountain. Come up here and stay here. And I will give you the tablets of stone with the law 
and the commandments I have written for their instructions. See, the Lord spoke to Moses. The Lord will speak to you sometime. And when he speaks to you, only you know the instructions that he's given you. And what word is going to come out of that is the obedience of Christ. Obedience is better than sacrifice. If God tells you to do something, do it. Because the instructions for someone else may be totally different. My instructions may not be your instructions. But if God says stand still and wait, you wait. Because the next person, timing may be totally different. God's instructions is meant for us individually. But he said, Moses, come up to me on the mountain. He said, Moses, come up to me. If anybody else would have went, they was out of line of instruction. He said, Moses, come up to me on the mountain, far away, up high, looking down. And stay here and stay. Come up on the mountain and stay. Not come up and leave as soon as you come up. Come up and stay. So the whole reason why he was staying is because God was giving him something that he needed to do something with. He was giving him instruction because he needed to take him back to the people. He needed to take the instructions that God had given him back to the people, which brings us to the commandments, our commandments that we have. See, Moses had to be patient and had to wait on God with the instructions that was given to him to take back to the people. Moses didn't complete nothing God said when he started. He waited till God finished and bring it back to us. Amen? The art and attitude of receiving God's instructions. Deuteronomy 31 and 19 says, Now write down this song and teach it to the Israelites and have them sing it so that it may be a witness for me against them. See, instructions are simple. Now write down this song. Just picture what's going on. Now write down this song. And teach it to the Israelites and have them to sing it so that it may witness for me against them. So it may be a witness for me against them. See, the instructions are simple. All we have to do is just read the instructions, take our time with the instructions, apply it to our life, and if the words say whatever it says, do it. For my young people, what Nike say, what? Just what? Just do it. Jesus said, what? Just what? Just do it. And it says in Psalms 119 and 64, it said, The earth is filled with your love, Lord. Teach me your decrees. Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. That's Psalms 119 and 33. Teach me, Lord the way your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. And see, this is the word, this is the word that's going forward. This is scripture from the word of God. This is scripture. This is bread. This is manna. This is that we, things that we can eat, that we can apply to our lives to help us in our everyday walk with the instructions that God has given me. Repeat his word back to him. Teach me, Lord, the way your decrees, that I may follow it to the end, meaning that the instructions that you have given me, I'm going to apply it to my life, and I'm going to continue to do it, I'm going to continue to do it, I'm going to continue to do it, I'm going to continue to do it until the end of the day. That's the day when he come back and take us with him. See, we got to follow his instruction, not just one day of the week, not just two days of the week, 
not just three days of the week, but we got to follow his instructions every single day. That's what God has called us to do. Teach me, and I will be quiet. Show me where I have been wrong. That's in Job 6 and 24. See, these are things that when you read, you can learn. And you got something you can, you can apply and you can, you can talk to God with. It says, teach me and I will be quiet. Meaning that when someone is talking, you will just listen. Say, teach me and I'll be quiet. Meaning that I'm here. Whatever you want to say to me, God, I'm here. Just laying in his presence. I'm here, Lord. I need your help, Lord. Teach me, Lord. I'll be quiet. And you just lay there and you listen to God. You lay there and listen to instructions. You lay there and wait for what he have designated for you. I'll be quiet so that I may receive. Teach me and I will be quiet. Show me where I have been wrong. If there's anything that's going on, anything that's wrong in your life, God will reveal it to you. He will speak it to you. And when he speak it to you, then it's an opportunity to get it right through instructions of the Lord of God. Amen. The art and attitude of receiving God's instruction. Job 34 and 32 says, teach me what I cannot see. If I have done wrong, I will not do so again. Teach me what I cannot see. If I have done wrong, I will not do so again. See, God has an awesome word. We don't have to make up stuff. We don't have to go out and figure out what to do. God's word will tell us exactly what to do. The Bible is our instruction. The Bible is our map. The Bible is our GPS. The Bible will take us where we need to go. The Bible will instruct us what we need to do. The Bible will give us what we need. The Bible will teach us. The Bible will feed us. The Bible will nourish us. Everything we need is in the Bible. Everything that we need is in the Bible. Amen? It's your food. It's your manna. This is your instructions. This is your teaching point. This is your joy, your love. Everything that you need is in the Bible. But it's up to us to follow it and let the instructions of it teach us what we need to be taught. Psalms 25 and 5 says, guide me in your truth. Guide me in your truth. See, when we take the word of God and it says guide me, see, guide me means that when we step foot out and go a different way and we trust God for his instructions, where we may be going right, God may turn us and guide us back to the left. See, the guide hand is God. See, God want to drive the car. God want to lead where you want to go. God want to be the one that's operating. God want to be the one that's in control. See, when we're in control, then we tend to go where it's easy at, where it may look good at, where it may help us at in the flesh. But see, where God take us to, no matter where you go, no matter what you see with your eyes, because you, are, you have been asking God to teach you, show me, guide me, no matter where you go, if God got his hand on you, meaning that if God is in control, no matter where he take you, he taking you for a reason. See, sometimes we go down territories that no one won't go to because we operating with a half flesh and a half trust. It's like we straddling. Like, God, I, I, I want to go, but it, ain't, it don't look so good over there. 
But if God is taking you down that road, he's taking you for a reason. And oftentimes, we have to go in unseen territories where, where it may not look so good, where it may look dangerous. But the hand of God that's on our lives is what the people need. See, in a community, there ain't nothing safe. If you're not saved, ain't nothing safe out there. Every day when I go to work, it's not safe. Every day I have to go in places that I wouldn't go in. Every day is places where you have to go, but I just trust God. Because if God is with me, who can be against me? Amen? See, wherever God takes me, I know he's with me. And when God is with me, I know he's going to bring me out. But you think about going somewhere and you don't have God with you. See, we have to call for the next worker on rotation. Or we have to sit and wait for and push the on-star button. See, God ain't no on-star God. We, ain't can't, we can't wait and push no button. See, see on-star, on you calling and you waiting on See, God is a God that's with me all the time because I'm going to take him wherever I go. Because when I need him, he's right there. Amen. We can't just push on-star. God wants you right now. See, we got to take him everywhere we go. We can't just wait and call on him when we need him. And for my kids, I tell them, look, you know, Dora got a lot of stuff in that backpack. <laughs> Some stuff be coming out of that backpack, I'd be like, how did it get in there? See, that's how God operates. See, when you with God, God got everything. See, everything is in here in a small little book. Everything is in there. Everything you need. If you're hurting, if you need love, if you need scripture on how to heal, if you, anything you need is in here. See, that's what I think about when I watch that little door and stuff, and all that stuff come out of that backpack. Because kids have serious imaginations. I mean, some of the stuff that come out of it, I'm like, man, how did that get up in there? Backpack, backpack, stuff go to popping all out. <laughs> but see, that, guess what? When God with you, guess what? Backpack, backpack, he just starts stepping in situations in our life, taking over, taking control. Because we ain't got to worry about what's in there. If we got God, we got everything. Yeah. Amen. It's already here. It's already here. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me straight path because of my oppressors. Psalm 27, 11 says, teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Teach me your way. See, once God teaches you, then you have received the instructions. See, when you get instructions, when we have meetings and stuff, we get instructions. Okay, what are we going to do today? This is what we got to accomplish. When we meet, when we have our meetings in the morning, we meet, we get instructions. And then we take those instructions and we go and we, we go to apply ourselves. In the same way, when we wake up in the morning, we, we ask God for direction. We ask God to order our steps. What are we doing? We asking God. It ain't about me, God. It's about you. Lead me. Show me the way. That's what it's about. Psalms 34 and 11 says, Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. He said, Come, my children, listen to me. See, God said, Come and listen to me. I will show you the way. I will teach you what you need to know. And then I will direct your path. Because once I teach you what you need to know, when I send you, then you'll have what you need in your backpack and your instructions to go into the land. Amen. See, the land, we all have to step out in the land. Like I say, when you go in the jungle, everything in the jungle. But it's who with you when you go in the jungle. 
See, I don't want to go in the jungle alone. Because when you go alone, when you go to calling on stuff, you got to wait on on stop. You're sitting on the side of the road waiting for somebody to come and help you. But see, when you leave home, you start praying for God to order your steps and direct your path. And as soon as something happens, out of coincidence, somebody just pull up and start helping you. See, God already knew what was going to happen. He already had that person in route to come and rescue you. See, sometimes we don't have to wait. But sometimes God already be sending somebody even when we leave because he already know what's going to happen. See, that's the trust. That's the instruction. That's going before him and allowing him to operate so that you can receive what he have for you. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. Psalms 86 and 11. Psalms 119 to 26 says, I have, I gave an account of my ways, and you answered me. I gave an account of my ways. Meaning that you went before God with any situation, any circumstance. You gave an account of my ways, and you answered me. Teach me your decrees. See, sometimes we have to lay it at the altar. Sometimes we may have to lay it at the altar. See, some things that we have going on in our life, we can't, we can't, we can't get out of it. But sometimes we can give it to God, and he can take it, and he can work with it. See, when we go and get a spare tire, we come out of the trunk with it. We're replacing something that's old. See, when God is a part of your life, he can come into your life, and he can change that flat for you. He can change that flat for you. And all the tools... All the tools that's in the toolbox, God can come out and fix anything in your life. God can come out and fix anything in your life. But first we have to receive. First we have to believe. And first we have to know that he can do it. It says, accept the Lord, willing praise of my mouth, and teach me your laws. You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. That's Psalms 119 and 68. Deal with your servant according to your love and teach me your decrees. Psalms 119 and 135. It says, make your face shine on your servant and teach me your decrees. See, God want to teach you something. God want to show you something. But first we have to come to God with everything that's going on in our life. We got to give it to him. We got to give it to him. See, everything that's under the hood of the car, the engine, the heart. See, it's a heart in here, but there's a lot of stuff in there that, that works around the heart that, that, that we need. See, the love of God, if you got any kind of pain, if you got any kind of strife, all those things that's triggering can cause the heart to shut down. Anything under the hood of your car that's not working right can cause it to, to mess up. But I'm here to tell you, when God say, let every man examine himself, and I love using analogies, especially to help young people gather what the Word of God is saying. When God says, let every man examine himself, that's that diagnostic test when you plug it into your car and you hook it up, and it tell you what needs to be fixed. See, you only got to plug it into God. When you plug it into God, he'll do a diagnostic on your life. See, I can't read your diagnostic. 
See, God going to read your diagnostic. He going to look at it because you went to him with your, with your heart and said, Lord, help me. See, plug in to God, and he'll give you a diagnostic on your life. And ain't none of our lives going to be perfect because when you hook up to a diagnostic, it's something always wrong. And if it was fixed for a temporary time, something going to come back soon or later. See, the minute you, the minute you drive off a car lot with a brand new car, it's used. The minute you leave the kingdom of God to be used, things going to come against you. Wear and tear is going to come against you. Struggle is going to come against you. But when you plug up into God and he give you what you need, when you plug up into God and he give you what you need, when you plug up into God, you see how I'm plugging into God? See, when I plug into God, I'm getting what I need. And everything I need is right here. See, when you plug in, whatever diagnosis you need, God can fix it right here. That's why I say, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. Lord, I'm coming to you so you can teach me. I'm coming to you so you can show me. I'm coming to you so that you can help me. I'm coming to you so that you can show me what to do. I'm coming to you because I need to know how to love. I'm coming to you because I'm hurt. Everything you need is right here. Plug in. And my closing scripture comes from Revelation 3 and 20. And y'all may know this. It says, behold, and it's Jesus talking, behold, I stand at the door and knock. 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 If any man hear my voice, and open the door. If any man, if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will, I will, the Lord will come in to him and will sup with him. We'll come in and sup with him. We'll come in and break bread with him. We'll come in and show you the way. We'll come in and give you instructions. We'll come in and give you what you need. I will sup with him and he with me. See, the God want to tap into you today. God wants you to hook up to him today. Be your own diagnostic and, and plug into God. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about you and your relationship with God. With every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord, I just thank you for your word today, Lord God. I thank you for you being you, Lord God. I thank you for allowing me to be able to come into your kingdom, Lord God, and just witness to your people, Lord God. I thank you for your word I thank you for everything that went forward today, Lord God, that you may come into their lives and just teach them and show them the way, Lord God. Show them how to live for you. Give them instructions on what to do, Lord God. And if they don't know, Lord God, that you may teach them, Lord God. Lord God, I don't know where they are in their life right now, Lord God. But if they want to get to know you, Lord God, by a show of hands, Lord God, that they may want to 
plug into you, Lord God. They want to receive your word, Lord God. I ask you to just lift your hand up if you want to plug into the things of God. Just believe in his word. Just trust him. See, God says, if you will come to me, I'm at the door waiting. He's always standing there waiting. But he is waiting on you to let him in. See, God never leave us. He never forsake us. But he always there waiting on us. So for everyone that raised their hand, Lord God, we ask you to just continue to bless them in a special way, Lord God. And Lord, that they believe in their heart, believe that you rose from the grave, Lord God, on the third day, and that they believe that you are God alone, Lord God, and that you are the most high, Lord God, that you sit high and you look low. Lord, we just thank you for allowing them to receive your word today, Lord God and that they are saved, and that they will continue to listen to your instruction. Lord God, we just say thank you, thank you, thank you. And the whole church says, in Jesus' name, amen.